grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. get started. Uh, welcome to Watch and Learn at Mutiny Radio, everybody. Yeah! My name is Mikhail. I will be your host today. Capital P was nice for opportunity to host, even after the abysmal performance last week. Or was that two weeks ago? Um, great. Um, so, it's called Watch and Learn, even though it's a radio program. I guess it should be called Listen and Learn. Uh, I know people who are listening online, they can't see me. Uh, I, I basically look like a Breaking Bad extra who is cut for just being a little too handsome. Yeah, I didn't want to distract from the storyline. Um, now, uh, people have described my look as basically uh, KKK meets 401k. <laughs> but I'm actually, uh, I'm politically liberal. I'm really far over to the left. Like, I will only eat leftovers. Um, I'm a Bernie bro. Uh, like, for instance, I view uh, Bernie Sanders as the first coming of Christ. Uh, I mean, think about it. They're both Jewish. They were both carpenters. They both stand up on behalf of the oppressed. And if Jesus Christ were alive today, he and Bernie would be about the same age. Yeah, that's right, about the same age. Not one of those crazy Bernie bros, though, who thinks like, Hillary Clinton stole the nomination from Bernie Sanders. Blah! Guys. Hillary Clinton didn't steal the nomination from Bernie Sanders. She bought it. Uh, Joe Biden's entered the race. I'm a little surprised by that because uh, from my perspective, it seems like he preferred uh, foreplay to the main event. Uh, handsy Joe Biden. Um, some people, some progressives object that his progressive posturing is inconsistent with his political record. Uh, but what they fail to take into account is that Joe Biden is the senator, was the senator from Delaware, right? And as such, he never missed an opportunity to, uh, to support his core constituency, right? Which in Delaware is not black people, right? It's not even women people. The overwhelming majority of people in Delaware are the people who are uh, corporations. Uh, yeah. Some people say that uh, the problem with capitalism is it may be fundamentally exploitative, uh, whereas the problem with socialism is the CIA. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> Nevertheless, is a word. Never the more isn't a word. Never more is a word but never less isn't. 
Nevertheless, awkward is an awkward word. Unusual has an unusual amount of U's in it. Weird is normal in San Francisco, but it's still spelled weirdly, and uh, nobody likes to spend time with me. Nah, I'm just kidding. My super hot girlfriend, who definitely exists, she got really upset with me when I started shaving my head. And she said, Mikhail, would you still be with me if I shaved my head? Right? And it's like, of course I said, of course, right? Because even though I am superficial, uh, I'm also dishonest. Honesty is honestly overrated if I'm going to be honest, right? Like if you're a truly dishonest person, you can still be president. Or dig this. Does anybody remember Smokey the Bear, right? He had this very famous slogan, something like, only you can prevent forest fires, right? Uh, happens to be dishonest because in California, we use prisoners to put out forest fires. Sounds fucked up, but it's true. Imagine having to explain that to your kid, right? Comes home from school one day, he's like, Daddy, Daddy, I went today in school and we used prisoners to put out forest fires. Is that true? Well, yeah, Timmy. Yeah, we do that. Well, what if they are scared? I mean, what if they don't want to? Well, Timmy, I mean, they're prisoners and I mean, they don't really have much of a choice about it. They don't have much of a choice. Doesn't that mean it's not a free decision? And if it's not a free decision, doesn't that make them slaves? Whoa, Timmy, whoa, no. Doesn't make them slaves because in American history, slavery was based on race. Whereas our criminal justice system, ever wonder where babies come from, Timmy? Uh, sometimes people say that you should fight fire with fire. Sometimes I think they're right. But I don't think firefighters should fight fire with fire. In fact, a firefighter that fights fire with fire should be immediately fired. Uh, I like words, but I don't like sports. Even though sports is a word. Uh, sports are absurd and I'll prove it with words. Like, uh, got any golfers in the audience? Of course I don't. What, you play golf? No, okay. Of course I don't. I love playing for the proletariat. Uh, golfing is absurd because it's the only time when being subpar is a good thing. Hmm? Uh, how about baseball? Here's a little inside baseball about baseball. Baseball should never be played inside. Uh, football. Football is absurd for being the most American that a sport could possibly be, right? Now, what makes football so American, Mikhail? Fantastic question. Glad you're tracking. Uh, it's not just the basic hypocrisy between its wholesome image on one hand and on the other hand, the actual reality of a bunch of millionaires giving each other brain damage so a bunch of semi-naked ladies can sell hamburgers and car insurance to a semi-literate audience. No, not just that, nor is it the fact that football will deny basic scientific findings that are inconvenient or the existence of racism, but we're getting warmer. What makes football the most American game is that in the world, there are approximately 8 billion people. And of the approximately 8 billion people in the world, approximately 8 billion of them agree that football is a different game. They call our game American football. Uh, all right. Uh, I think it's time to talk about cultural appropriation. Yeah, let's do it. 
as a straight as a straight white male of privilege, I think it's really important that you guys hear my perspective on cultural appropriation. It's basically cultural appropriation is basically defined as when white people take interesting cultural items from other people's culture, right? But taking things from other people is what white people have been doing ever since there were white people, right? Sort of the essence of white culture, right? Um, we might have uh, fancy words for it, you know, to confuse people, right? Like manifest destiny, civil asset forfeiture, eminent domain. It all means the same shit. You got some shit and we're about to appropriate it. Uh, although I think, uh, can you really blame white people though? Because if your cultural inheritance were exemplified by things like Wonder Bread, mayonnaise, and wearing socks with Birkenstocks, I'm pretty sure you'd want to steal jazz too. I feel like there are two kinds of people in the world. On the one hand, there's the people who don't like my jokes. But on the other hand, the overwhelming majority of people uh, haven't yet heard them. But I don't let it get me down because, uh, you know, I know that the most important thing in life is not to be liked. It is, in fact, much more important to be retweeted. All right, thank you. My name is Mikhail. That's been my time at the top. Um, we got an excellent show for you today. Uh, and uh, you know what? Actually, before I welcome up our first performer, I do want to plug uh, a show going on tomorrow at the Edinburgh Castle. It's called the Sunday Funday Showcase. Uh, it starts at 7 o'clock. Doors, uh, doors at 7. Show starts at 7.15. Uh, so that's tomorrow, that's Sunday, that's the 26th of May. Uh, show up, you don't have to work on Monday, that's Memorial Day. Uh, great, so with that, I'm gonna welcome your first performer to the stage. Please welcome, very funny, good friend of mine, Capital P. You don't have to work on Sunday, but you gotta work through these jokes. How's it going? I already forgot your name, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. It's like, what, like 410? It's not even happy. I, honestly, I've been drunk since like 2. Um, I, it was like 1.30, and I thought, I want to get drunk right now. And then I thought, am I an alcoholic? And then I remembered, I haven't drank in like three months. I just really want to be drunk right now. So I fucking am, because this is America. And because I'm happy. I don't know if that's drunk or because I took control of my life. I don't even know if I took control of my life. But I'm drunk. Um, why did I want to get drunk today? I don't even know. I've been having a pretty good day. I had a weird night. I had to. I had to see my neighbors have sex last night for like two hours. <laughs> I mean, the video was only an hour, but it kept buffering. I'm kidding. It wasn't. It wasn't a video. It was a live version. I had to buy tickets. Twenty-four ninety-five. Totally worth it. No, it wasn't a video, but it was really similar because in my bedroom, one of my walls is basically just one big giant window and it faces my neighbor's apartment, which also features just one big giant window. So basically, I just had a big giant screen to watch live porn on, except there was no pause button. But it was, it was very similar to a porn video, though, um, because they were having fun. I've never seen that in live sex, like ever. Um, and I know they were having fun because afterwards, the girl got in the shower and started singing. So the shit went from a porno to a Broadway musical. 
you know they're having a good time. You don't start singing when you're having a bad time. You, you start singing when you're drunk like me, when you're having a good time. That shit don't just come out normally. So I had to, I had to lean over and I woke my girl up and I said, hey, I'm feeling real low self-esteem right now. We gotta compete with these people so I can feel good about myself. And she said, this ain't my song. I went back to sleep. Suck. I didn't know what to, I, I thought about like yelling at him or something like that, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to overreact. You know, you ever been right, like you ever been in the right, but then you overreact and you look like an idiot? Like in Tennessee, in like 1916, I think, they executed an elephant by hanging. Let me rephrase that. They executed an elephant and they thought the best way to do it would be to hang the five-ton animal from a rope. <laughs> what the fuck did that elephant have to do to get hung from a rope? You gotta be real mad to go that far out your way to kill somebody. Like, if Mikhail tries to take my money, I'ma just stab him. <laughs> I ain't gonna hang him upside down, wait till all the blood drain and says shake him or something. I'ma just take care of it real quick. <laughs> Turns out, all the elephant did was accidentally kill its trainer. 100% accident. And I think that says a lot about humanity in general. Because a lot of the time when something tragic happens, our reaction is just aggression. We just go straight for the kill. We don't even think that there might be a better way to handle this problem. Like shoot the elephant. <laughs> it's a lot fucking easier. And honestly, probably be a lot more funny. Nobody wants to see an elephant get hung. I mean, nobody wants to see an elephant get shot either. But... Bullets are hilarious, bro. Bullets are hilarious. Think about it. It's just like a little rock. <laughs> and if you throw that rock fast enough, kill anybody. That's like seeing David and Goliath in real life. That shit's funny as fuck. Imagine you saw a midget go up against a rock. And all he did was throw something so small, you couldn't even see it. And the rock just, I'd be, I'd be dying laughing. I don't even need to be drunk for that to be funny. Um, hmm. What? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was picturing like an actual rock. No, I should say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That, that'll put a better picture in people's heads. That's all the material. That material lasted way longer than I thought it would, honestly. Um, Four minutes and eight seconds. Nice. Fucking nice. Okay. I thought that was two minutes of jokes. I don't. I haven't worked on anything in like months. Life's just been crazy. I've just been relying on the fact that I'm 22, so <laughs> I've got like 10 more years to fuck up before I really have to start taking it seriously. Like I got into comedy at 21, lucky as fuck. I found it early, cause I know so many comedians who are like in their 30s and 40s, and if they fuck up now, they're fucked. They got no wiggle room, no wiggle room. It's not even funny. Um, I'm gonna come up. I got one more joke for y'all, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I, uh, when I die, I want to be cremated by bong rip. I want everybody who loves me, I want all my loved ones to take a hit. Well, okay, everybody who claims they love me. Because, you know, you go to, you go to McCall's funeral, you're going to have a whole bunch of people, but he can't prove whether or not they really loved him. 
Me? You don't need to prove it. Yeah, I need to shorten that. That's a good joke, though. I like that. Give it up for one of my favorite people. It's nice as hell. Like, I could literally hang out with this guy for, like, six... If I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to call him just because I don't want to ruin his day. You know what I mean? Give it up for Mikhailenko. All right, one more time for Capital P, everybody! Uh, the, uh, the world's most adorable gangbanger. Uh, according to Justin Creasy. I can't steal that, but I think it's so great. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, who's, uh, I haven't heard that yet. That's funny. He usually texts me when he roasts me. He said that? Yeah, he said that. I'm going to hit him right now. That's just hilarious. That's so fucking funny, dude. I like almost put my pants. Uh, can't tell. Cody, are you? Next or is it? Uh, it's just... Yeah. Um, not supposed to make fun of midgets anymore, Capital. Uh... Because, you know, midgets are a very small minority. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, your next performer, uh, I haven't seen him before, but I'm sure he's going to be great. Can't wait to see him. Can't wait to hear his jokes. Please welcome to the stage, Zorab S. Hi. Thank you, Mikhail. Said just like my middle school gym teacher. Thank you very much. Uh, guys, um, my parents recently confessed to me that they considered having me aborted, which was tough news to hear because how awesome would that have been, you know? <laughs> like I was this close to not existing. I was this close to not having to do really any of this shit. I mean, goodbye existential nightmare. Hello, sweet, sweet nothingness. I actually daydream sometimes about uh, getting in a time machine and going back in time and actually trying to convince them to do it. Be like, guys, in the future, you don't even like me that much. <laughs> and for a good reason, I am not a great person. So please, for everybody involved, you know, kill me while you have the chance. <laughs> in the future, it's illegal to murder me and we're all gonna be disappointed by that. My wife signed me up for a half marathon to run a half marathon, 13.1 miles. She's always nagging me to do these things that I don't really want to do, like live longer. <laughs> She's like, 13.1 um, miles is pretty daunting for somebody who obviously doesn't exercise. I don't even think I could drive 13.1 miles without getting short of breath. Like I drive 13.1 miles, I get out, I need a Gatorade and a couch to lie down on, you know? 13.1 miles is going to be tough. I went to one of my buddies for advice, uh, and he, uh, I don't know why, he's never run a half marathon, but he's in a little bit better shape than me, and he's like, oh yeah, you got to make sure you carbo-load the night before, and I'm like, okay, what's carbo-loading, and he's like, oh, that's where you eat like a bunch of pasta and pizza and stuff so that your body has enough energy the next day, and I'm like, of all the things to give me advice about, is carbo-loading the thing you were worried about? <laughs> like, I've been carbo-loading every night for the last 30 years. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be able to handle one more night. My buddy's actually been wondering, like, hey boss, what are we doing with all these carbs? And I'm like, you'll see. One of these days, you and I, we're gonna go for a run. <laughs> Until then, just keep loading those carbs, baby. 13.1 miles, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, my weight fluctuates a lot. I don't know, can you say fluctuates if it only ever goes one direction? It fluctuates up constantly, consistently, all the time. Um, I gain weight fast too. I can always tell that I'm gaining weight a little bit. I have this laptop. 
that has facial recognition software, you know, so you uh, you open it, it looks at your face, and then that's how you unlock the laptop. And I can always tell I'm gaining weight a little bit too fast because I'll open my laptop and it'll just fail to recognize who I am. <laughs> I'm like a guy who can't get into his own club. The bouncer's keeping him out. My laptop's actually like this concerned friend. I'm like, hey, can you let me in? He's like, I think you need to go outside, buddy. Get some exercise. I'm pretty sure I'm enabling you at this point. So I threw away my laptop. Guys, I have a daughter at home. She's two years old. You guys are pretty young dudes, but I'm just going to level with you. She's more adorable than whatever shit kids are in your life, like little nieces or nephews. It doesn't matter. She's super adorable, guys. Trust me on this. She's so adorable that it's starting to hurt my feelings, okay? Like, I showed a picture of her to my friends, and they all are now concerned that my wife had an affair with a much more beautiful man. <laughs> They're like, I'm pretty sure you're raising some gorgeous man's adorable toddler and I had to sit with that and I ultimately I think I'm okay with that because I still think it's um, better than having ugly kids you know this is how adorable my daughter is we were at the grocery store the other day and she and I were there the sweet old lady in a motorized scooter came up to us she took one look at my daughter and said oh my god how beautiful and then she looked at me and I swear she said I guess she takes after her mother I thought it was pretty fucked up. I was like, fuck you, lady. I don't know what put you in that motorized scooter, but I hope it's debilitating chronic pain. <laughs> and then she just gave me the finger and rolled off. That's how adorable my daughter is, okay? She is starting intergenerational beef. That's how adorable she is. Okay. Uh, I'll leave you guys on this one. I don't know. Is, am I running time? Is there... Is there, is there is that okay? Thanks, McConnell. All right. Um, my name is Sarab. That's an Indian and Persian name. Now, Indian and Persian people, they're two very different groups of people, but they do have some similarities. Now, you're not going to find this on Wikipedia or Nat Geo, but both groups of people, and this is true, like to correct me on the pronunciation of my own name. <laughs> and it's always the older generation, too. I was at a wedding the other day and a older Persian gentleman came up to me and as soon as I introduced myself he's like it's not Sorab it's Sohorab Sohorab it's Sohorab like, alright well you know what nobody has ever said my name that many times in a row before and look I've been in these kinds of conversations before so I kind of know what's going on this guy is essentially accusing me of whitewashing my name you know like he is saying that I am changing the pronunciation of my name to better fit in with white culture or to make white people more comfortable. And that kind of accusatory shit really pisses me off. So I, I, you know, I kind of lost it with him and I was like, look man, um, it's Sarab. I know it is because my mom, you know, the woman who named me, she says it the same way as I do. So if you'll excuse me, and then I just kind of walked off, you know, with my head held high, knowing deep down, that I am full of shit, it is in fact pronounced Soharab, you know? <laughs> in fact, Soharab is exactly how my mom says it. <laughs> it turns out I just really need white people to like me. I'm not proud of it, and it's something I'm working on with my therapist, okay? All right, guys, thanks a lot. Thanks for letting me come up here and talk some nonsense. Give it up for Mikhail. All right, one more time for Soharab. S, is it S, E's? Yes, yes, yes. S. Yeah. All right. And that's E-S-S. -S. I'm sure he's on the social medias if you guys want to follow him. 
Uh, cool. And he's putting money in the thing. That's great. That's what everybody should be doing. Let's support Mutiny Radio. Uh, great. So, uh, yeah, facial recognition is an interesting thing. It's like, you know, if representatives from Apple came to your house, knocked on your door, and you answered it, and they say, hey, we're with Apple, and we're going to pay you $100. We would just like to uh, take graphics of your face so that we can, you know, render it into code. You'd tell them to go fuck themselves, right? But if they uh, introduce a new feature on the iPhone 10 or whatever, and it has, like, facial recognition, unlock, um, uh, functionality, you're, you give them your fucking face and you wouldn't even think about it. You're happy to immediately. Um, okay. So uh, please welcome to the stage someone with actual jokes. Uh, they'll make you laugh. Uh, please welcome Kode, Kobe, Cody Abe. <laughs> So uh, how much how much time is it? Uh, I'll let you at nine minutes. Nine minutes. Okay. So this is my one hour long Netflix special, guys. No. Uh, anyway. Okay. So uh, what do I want to talk about? All right. I lost my dad at the age of six, but then I found him blowing cocaine into a stripper's asshole. I was shocked. I said, Dad, how could you be such a bad example on me? Your one and only son. He told me, Cody, please don't tell your mother we started without her. Now, as he finished uh, putting that bit of Charlie into her chocolate factory, he told me, Cody, remember to do as I say, not as I do. Now get over here and hold this eight ball for me. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, of course. None of that actually happened. Uh, I just created that story in my head to get over the death of my father. Um, yeah, so uh, my dad, my late father, um, you know, uh, I think I was destined to be like a comedian or, you know, just really fucked up in the head because my father, uh, I was, I was, uh, my father threatened my unborn self that if I wasn't born on time he was gonna name me Casper Casper boo you know the friendly ghost followed by the exclamation that is used to incite fear into somebody um, he was gonna name me Casper the friendly like he was gonna name me he was gonna kill me before I was born, basically, is what was gonna happen there. Like, I don't even know what, what's, what, like, I don't know. I guess joke's on him now, right? Because he's the dead one. Uh, what else? Uh, so, uh, I mean, like, so I grew up with a, with a single mother. Uh, love her very much, which, um, and she's actually a nurse. She's a, she's a nurse, which means, uh, you know, I do know where the clitoris is. And no, I haven't seen one before in my life. Uh, that's not a thing. I don't know. Uh, anyways. So uh, I went to Taco Bell yesterday because I have no respect for my toilet or my colon or myself. Uh, and, you know, after I ordered my uh, cheesy gordita crunch cinnamon twists and uh, Mon Mountain Dew Baja Blast large, uh, I went to the hot sauces and I'll by the Diablo hot sauce, I saw a warning. The warning read, cancer and reproductive harm. 
That's it. Cancer and reproductive harm dash. It's like uh, the people, the executives at Taco Bell were like, yeah, we should warn, warn this about it. And then he's like, so what, what should it say? Cancer and reproductive harm. Yeah, look at the rest. Like they, they're at Taco Bell. They know what the fuck is up, you know? Um, but it's kind of like, like Taco Bell causes cancer. Like, you know what else causes cancer? Like the only thing, the, our main source of light and energy, like that causes cancer. Like what the fuck? Like, like I'll take my chances, you know, and reproductive harm. You know what causes reproductive harm? Fucking underwear. Like that decreases your sperm count. That's like technically reproductive harm, right? Like, like tight underwear, like tight pants or some shit. I don't know. That's something I thought of like just now. (laughs) Um, what else do I have? Uh, if you want to, man. How do you fuck your underwear? Well, like your underwear, like. Like tight underwear, like decreases sperm count in in males. That's I think where I was going with that. But I guess I don't know. Uh, I was uh, born in Hawaii, raised in Hawaii. Uh, it's a great place. It's really isolated though, so you get a lot of stupid questions. You know, you get uh, people asking you things like ignorant questions, just about Hawaii you just you get people like bro does that mean you get to surf every day and I usually tell them like okay fucking Johnny Utah uh sounds like you surf every day so I don't know why you're asking me that question um you get things like uh oh why'd you leave Hawaii it's such a nice place you know it's such a nice place to live why'd you why'd you decide to just leave and I I'm you know this one time uh, I was at a restaurant and they said they sang they sang happy birthday to me and I said you too uh, so that embarrassed me and I had to fucking run out the door and then once I got to the door I started pulling it but it was a push door and so that that embarrassment kind of just sent me off the island I couldn't return after that uh, the stupidest one though that you get that I got ever was uh Hey, uh, does that mean you, uh, can you surf to school every day? And, uh, you know, stupid question deserves a stupid answer, right? I usually say, yeah, no, I don't. What the fuck? Uh, I wasn't poor. I had a dolphin take me. My dolphin Phineas took me straight into school, you know, because you can surf on land or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they think. Like we're not, we're, we we have we're on land, dude. Come on. Um, I don't really want to talk about anything else besides this. Uh, I usually let it slip in conversations. That uh, I am a fan. I prefer uh, lar- women with larger breasts. And people ask me why do you prefer women with larger breasts, and I say. Well, isn't it obvious? Uh, women with larger breasts have a higher yield on my human milk farm. Thank you. That's all I have today. Nice job, Cody Abe, everybody. Cody Abe. Great. All right. 
So uh, your next comment coming to the stage just arrived just in time. Your headliner for, for the evening. But don't go anywhere. We're going to play a fun game uh, after your uh, next comic is, is done. Uh, please welcome to the stage a good friend of mine, Rong Zhao. Well, I guess like the, the festival over there definitely like, um, I would say kidnapped some people, comedians. That's why the, the, the size is so small today. It's hard to get here, like it's very crowded. Like I literally just crawled here, crawled here I would say. Um, so what should I talk about? Oh, um, I heard it recently, I, I heard that my ex-girlfriend just got engaged. Yeah, like she showed a photo, she posted a photo on Facebook of her engagement ring. I was like, why do people just like post engagement rings when they're engaged? Like even like I think even if you get you get married, you don't need a ring. You know, when I propose, I think I'll just give her a vibrator. <laughs> Cause basically, you know, it's cheaper, it's practical, and it has exactly the same message, right? Like you will never be alone. So I, I kind of Google this guy, like want to know what that guy is, right? I mean, he looks just exactly like me, but with low resolution. <laughs> Seriously, like if you, I think if you put him and me together, like side by side, it's basically same photo, but one from iPhone X, one from Nokia flip phone. <laughs> and but I'm happy for them, like they're they're engaged. That's great. I wish them kind of live happily forever. Till what the till the death do them part, right? Like tomorrow. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, I think my ex is a is a very is a kind of perfect woman for a while. Um, like she's basically like the I would say the um, like twenty dollar jean a pants you got from Walmart. <laughs> If you think about it, like, it first fits perfectly well when you're trying it out in the store, but when you when you bring it home and after 90 days it just shrinks, right? And and at that point, like, what can you do? You can't just like throw it away because you pay for it, but you can you can't return it because it's past the, the the return date, right? So you basically like just have to wear it with pain. That's how I think about it. Um, but actually, the 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 reason why we uh, broke out was because. She uh, it's because of me because I had a, a kind of fear of commitment. I think it's probably because you know when I was a kid, uh, like I I heard the story about mantis eating like female mantis eating their their husband, and and it's like my bedtime story. Like every night, my my mom just, my mom just read it to me. I'm not sure why. <laughs> um, it just like kind of gave me kind of this kind of trauma, right? But I mean, seriously, I think the I was thinking about like why I had the fear of commitment. I think it's because my um, my parents got like divorced when I was kind of five, right? I still remember like last it was the last day of 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 their kind of separation, and my mom cooked this kind of awesome meal. Like it's it smelled really good, right? It smelled just like my dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, that's not true. My dad's still alive. Um, so earlier I was, uh, how much time do I have in total? 
<laughs> okay. Okay, I'll just keep talking till you let me. Um, I was, I was, uh, some pretty interesting happened earlier. So I was at the, uh, I just came back from San Diego and I was now at the airport. I met this, this woman, like she is very, very, very kind of attractive. And we had this thing called chemistry, like just like we just kind of like fell in love just the first time we met, it's crazy. So we slept together that, that night, right? And, um, and she's like really, really amazing. And we had a great night and she only charged me 50 bucks. <laughs> you know, like, you know, now you're laughing, but you know how much effort I put in to make this joke? Like, I slept with a woman and I had to pay 50 bucks. <laughs> but actually, it's, it's, it's not true. The, 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 the true story is, I, I basically, we had chemistry and I asked her, like, what do you do for, for, for a living? And, and she said, I provide adult entertainment experience. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, do you want to try now? I, w I thought about it. I was like, well, I don't think it's appropriate given that we're in the TSA line at the airport. <laughs> um, so another interesting thing. I was, uh, it's a while ago, I was in a training and I, 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 I met this guy and I told him I, I do stand-up comedy in San Francisco and he's like, good job, keep doing it. He told me a story about about this this old lady who came to a comedy show for three days. She had a stage three cancer, and because she laughed for three days, and that literally gave her hope. And she's out. And he told me like basically, um, comedy can can uh, save a person's life. And I'm like, that's awesome. I didn't think about it, but now it makes sense, right? Since then, every time when I see someone bleeding on the street, I just go there and tell them a joke first just to save their life. You know, it's like, that guy's like, oh my God, I'm bleeding, call 911. I'm like, let me tell you a joke first, all right? So, I heard my ex-girlfriend just got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and so I Googled this guy. Wait, wait, you're not laughing, what's going on? <laughs> uh, can you like, imagine like, uh, next time, I probably can just go to the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Like, I see some guy like, wanting to jump off the bridge and I'm like, hey, what's your name? Hey, what do you do for work? Do you like cats or dogs? Like, it's basically crowd work, you know, just to, um, to <laughs> practice and save that person's life. So, um, I had a, well, it was a, it was a um, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, now, now I think about it, like, doing, being a comedian is literally, because basically if you talk about saving people's life, right? Being a comedian is basically like being a doctor. <laughs> with no income, <laughs> right? Like, it makes sense, right? The only difference is that like doctors can make mistakes, right? Like you can basically, if you, you can see a comedian like talk, like going to it and say, hey, like, you know, I just bumped on this, on the, in, in that room and messed up some jokes and the room was, the, the audience was uh, dead silence, right? That you, you can't see like a doctor saying the same thing, like, Oh, I just um, bummed in the operating room. You know, <laughs> I messed up a few organs. That audience, that patient is dead. It just, just don't, doesn't work that way. Um, a few days ago, I was uh, talking with a colleague, and I told her that when I was a kid, I was really fat and ugly. Like, 
She's like, I don't believe it. Do you have a photo? So I showed her the photo and she looked at it and she's like, you look pretty much the same. Like, I didn't say anything, you know. I, I just went home and put her name onto my hater spreadsheet. Like, I have a spreadsheet for all my haters. Like, um, um, like my neighbor, right? Like, my, the guy working at DMV. I, like, my mom. <laughs> I, I made lots of jokes about my mom. Like, I, there, there's this one person after she show asking me, hey, like, you made so many jokes on your mom. What if she found found out? You know, like if it was my mom, she would be very upset. I was like, well, that's your mom, right? My mom doesn't understand English. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me um, how to be happy. Um, if you want to be happy, you definitely need to cultivate, like build a habit that cultivate that happiness, right? That's why every night. I update my spreadsheet. It's like updating my spreadsheet to me is like taking a dump in the bathroom. It's kind of a cleanse, right? I mean, there were one person, um, some friends asked me, hey, have you ever crossed a person off your uh, spreadsheet and put them back into your life? I was like, have you ever put a pool back into your body? <laughs> um, what else? <laughs> I don't have anything else in mind. All right, just end here. Thank you all. Thanks, man. Yeah, nice job, Rong. Rong Zhao, everybody. Am I saying your last name right? Yeah. When I picture Rong uh, being shorter and chubbier, all I see is Kim Jong-un. Uh, uh, is it? Look at his haircut. Look at his haircut. Um, so some people, uh, so stand-up comedy, um, people say that it requires a lot of like a quick wit, keen insight, and this thing called likability, you know? But I'm starting to think you can probably get by with just pathological narcissism alone. So I identify as a stand-up comic, which means my preferred pronouns are I, me, and mine. Um, okay. Uh, so what we're going to do, we still have um, about 15,000 minutes left. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we're going to play a lightning round. So uh, I came up with a few sets of categories, right? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite each of our performers back up to the stage, maybe more than once, and I'm going to hit you with these categories. And I want you just to come up with the funniest jokes that you have that even vaguely relate to the categories that I give you, right? And if you want to pass, you can pass and stuff like that. Um, does that sound good? What was that? Hell hat? Is, it, is that what it's called? Oh, okay. Oh, and she pulls something out of a hat. Oh, hell yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, that probably would have worked too. You have a hat. This totally would have worked. Um, I do. I, I do need a hat. Uh, it'll, uh, it'll help prevent people from thinking I voted for Trump. Uh, yeah, okay. So let's, uh, let's welcome, uh, so cap wait, Capital, are you still drunk? Perfect. All right. Let's welcome to the stage, Capital P, everybody. I am drunker. And you don't look like you voted for Trump. You look like you voted for Hitler. <laughs> All right. Uh, so your first category is politics. I don't like to pay attention to that because it's all a game. It's supposed to make you mad so that you give somebody money so that they can be president too. 
Yeah, I don't know what I'm, Honestly, the only reason I ever look at politics is just to make people mad who really care about politics. Um, yeah, pass. I don't know. Right. Fuck them. Uh, okay, so this one is impressions. Any impressions you can do? Dude, I, I don't even know what... I can't even do an impression of myself. I don't even know what I sound like. You sound just like you. I, <laughs> I honestly... I sound different depending on my mood. Because um, my, my parents are from Jersey. But I grew up in West Oakland. So when I'm mad, I sound like I'm from Jersey. <laughs> Which is not exactly what you expect. Like, honestly, because most of the time I sound like I really want to be ghetto. So most of the time I sound like I'm mad. And then I really get mad. And I sound like I'm from Jersey Shore. And it doesn't work. Yeah, that's all I got. I've never done a clean joke in my life. <laughs> never done a clean joke in my life. Uh, <laughs> literally, the first thing that came to my head was cleaning my dick. <laughs> um, clean jokes. My very first joke was about watching my dogs poop. Because I've always had, like, trouble. I have a lot of tummy troubles. Like, I, have, I don't have irritable bowel syndrome, but I've got something similar. So, I don't always get to choose when I shit. But if you pay attention to dogs, master bowel control. Because they're in the household. They don't get to choose when they shit. They shit when you tell them. You tell me to shit. I ain't going to shit. That ain't going to happen. So, I, I was watching my dogs, and I noticed their, their technique, what they would do, is they would, I'd let them out, and they'd start fighting with each other. And then one of them would just stop, and they'd go, they'd poop, and they'd go right back to it. And I realized that fighting, that mobility, that energy, that's what got him shitting. That's what got him in the mood. So what I do now is when I wake up in the mornings, I pick a fight with my girlfriend. But what happened last time is, to pick the fight, I kicked her. She was still asleep. Um, so then I kicked her, and she, she woke up, and she said, why'd you kick me? And I said, I didn't kick you. And she said, yes, you did. And I said, no, you didn't. And she said, yes, you did. And I got up and I started running. Because honestly, I didn't have the shit yet, so I was trying to get some mobility. And she chases me all around the house to where we finally get to the bathroom. And I'm like, OK, now I got to go. And then she goes in, because she was chasing me. Yeah, see, it wasn't that good of a joke. It was my first joke. <laughs> Religion. Um. Yeah, I don't have any jokes about Honestly, I try to stay away from jokes that are going to offend people right off the bat. Like, you talk about a religion. You, well, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even talk about politics. Like, I don't want to, if I make somebody just, like, write me off right off the bat, you can't win them over. I like to poke you just a little bit. Like, I want to make you think you're going to get mad, and then, ah, never mind. I don't know where I'm going with this. Next. This is fun. Relationships. I'm fucking good at relationships. I am, but I've been with my girl for like four years. We met at 18, ain't broke up since. And you know what? All credit to me. Cause she says some stupid shit. We've gotten in some dumb fights. I pull it out every single time. You know how? You gotta treat relationships like your bank. You gotta put more in than you take out. Cause if you, if you take your, girl out to dinner every single day for a week 
and then nah I can frame this better. If let's say let's say you take your girl out every week for like a year, right? And then you have to skip a meal. She ain't gonna be mad about it. Or let's see there's no jokes to this. This is something I was working on, so yeah. next. That's profound at least. Uh, yeah. No, I know I'm right. It's just not funny. Drugs. Um, Have you ever done those? What are those? <laughs> drugs. Uh, what, what was that you put in my pocket uh, uh, last time you were here? You gave me sassafras was like a couple months ago. I still have that. Um, drugs. Drugs. Drugs are great. Drugs make you feel better when you're not supposed to like the universe made you feel bad because you were fucking up and then the drugs made you feel better even though you're still fucking up so drugs are awful because most people who are doing drugs are fucking up in general um I'm saying that as somebody who does a whole lot of them. I, from experience, I do them when I'm fucking up. When I'm doing real well, I don't even think about it. I only, if I'm doing well, I only do them when Mikhail offers me. Uh, yeah, next. Uh, family. <sighs> uh, I just found out my parents are getting divorced. The only reason they didn't get divorced when I was a kid is just because they wanted me to like have two parents. So they didn't want to ruin my childhood. Just a memory of it. Uh, career? Yeah, this is, this is my career, if you can call it that. Just because I don't... Any other career, you're working for somebody else. Pretty much, unless you want to be like an author. But then in the end, you're still working for somebody. Like you're gonna, somebody else has to give you that book money. As a comic, I could just get funny, and then if I gotta work for somebody else, fuck them, I'm gonna go be funny somewhere else. It's not a joke, but it's something everybody should live by. You don't have to work for someone else to make money, because in stand-up comedy, you don't make money. <laughs> <laughs> that too, that too. Uh, you must not know me, I make money. Uh, food. Food? I can't even eat food, actually. I got so many. I was telling y'all earlier about my stomach. I got so many stomach problems. Because when I was a kid, when or not kid, when I was in high school, I used to drink a lot and I used to eat like shit. But luckily, I have, I have like a blessing from God called an ulcer. So now I can't do that anymore, even though I really want to. Um, so that's food for me. <laughs> Are you just trying to like build like a record on me? <laughs> PC culture isn't as bad as a lot of people make it out to be. Um, there's a lot of PC people who I want to punch in the face, but a lot of those people are going to be looking for problems no matter what. A lot of you can't take PC like a lot of people don't like PC culture just because they really are racist. <laughs> they just don't want to address it. <laughs> But then there's a lot of people who are super PC who will get mad at you for shit like... Like, I intentionally sit next to black people on the bus. 
because I don't want to look racist. I don't want to look at the black guy with the empty seat next to him and keep on walking. It's real easy to get accused of shit, but why well, I like comedy too, because I don't have to worry about anybody paying me, so it don't matter what you accuse me of. I'm still funny, sometimes. Uh, tech bros, tech culture. You look, you look like a tech bro. Yeah. You look like Salesforce took you out of World War II Germany. <laughs> <laughs> um, tech bros. Uh, Tech bros are interesting. Everybody hates on them because they're gentrifiers. But people don't realize that gentrifiers are just the new poor people. Because the whole reason that like the ghetto that's being gentrified existed in the first place is because there were a whole bunch of people who couldn't afford to live anywhere else. What the fuck is a gentrifier? I think, I think every gentrifier in West Oakland would love to move to downtown SF. But they fucking can't. So are they supposed to go to San Leandro? Fuck San Leandro. <laughs> like Oakland just becomes the most of the best option, basically. So I don't I don't hate on tech bros. I don't hate on gentrifier. I hate on some tech bros are fucking annoying. But some people in West Oakland are fucking annoying. That comes with everything. But I don't I don't hate on nobody for being a tech bro, gentrifier or anything, whatever. That had no, I just started talking about gentrifiers, um, but that's that's what I associate with tech bros. Fucking love it. You ever, you ever, how many, do all y'all take public transit? A little bit? You know when you get on a bus and there's an empty seat in the back, but the rest of the bus is full? Don't sit in that fucking seat. There's a reason that seat is empty. Society is warning you that shit has gone down very near that seat. <laughs> you do not want to be in that. Um, I know that because I'm, I take public transit. But you know who doesn't know that is tourists. Because last time that happened when I was on the bus, I saw some tourists get on. And I only know they were tourists because they were looking at shit and they seemed happy about it. <laughs> um, and they immediately, they get on in that back seat. And then like two minutes later, the guy sitting next to them passes out into the girl's lap. And he's just like laying there chilling. And this girl, like, she starts looking up at her boyfriend, like, oh, what do I do? And the boyfriend starts looking around for help, because he's a bitch. And he sees me walking over to get a better view. <laughs> so he thinks I'm coming over to help, which I wasn't planning on. But then again, these are tourists, which means they have money, which is a very good reason to help. So what I did was I just walked over and I tapped the guy and I said, hey, my man, hey, my man. And he just he woke up, he noticed he was doing something rude and immediately felt awful about it. We almost, he honestly, he felt so bad, we almost became friends. Like, I, we all make mistakes, bro. Like, I'm drunk, I might fall asleep on the bus in somebody's lap later. I can't hit on you for that. Um, shit, where was I going? Oh yeah, so then he wakes up and they're all happy about it. Everybody's thanking me. But then five minutes later, he's right back to sleep. And then five minutes later, throws up all over her. And I did what I think I should have did in the first place. And I just looked at him and I said, y'all should probably move. Teachers. Teachers. I was a 
originally going to be a teacher, actually. I went to SF State for two years for English education. And then I realized I hate high schoolers. Like, literally, when I was going to high school, I s didn't hang out with any of my high school friends. I hang out with crack dealers because they had better stories. <laughs> and actually, it started off with crackheads because crackheads also got great stories. But crackheads talk a lot. And they only got so many stories. So after a while, you just start hearing the same shit. Drug dealers are better, because drug dealers got a lot of stories and don't talk a lot. So. Sports. <laughs> Look at me, motherfuckers. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, uh, stand up, stand up comedy. Love it. I hate it. Love it. It's hard. Um, I started doing stand-up, this, this is the last thing, and then I'll get off stage, because I know y'all are tired of looking at me. I started doing stand-up like a year ago, almost. I started doing stand-up June 15th, so coming up on a year. And for like the last four or five months, I've really kind of been backing off of it, um, just because life has been fucking crazy. I've been having to help my family. I've been having to help my family a whole lot, actually. Um, helping myself, I don't have a job right now. But every single and I haven't been hitting stage, like, at all. This is the only mic I go to for, like, the last couple months. Mine. Just because if I don't, then it doesn't happen. And y'all don't get time. Um, yet every single day, I'm still writing. Like, even, I won't, like, I don't, I'm not necessarily sitting down and putting in the work. But if some funny shit happens, it gets written down. Like, it's never left. I've been so busy, yet my first instinct to some shit is as a stand-up comic. So I got faith in me. Give it up for Mikhail Lenko. Alright. Funny as fuck. Alright. Uh, great. So, without further ado, I'm going to bring up your next performer. And I freaking dropped the list. So, um, Sohareb uh, S. Is it, is it close? Alright. Alright. Alright, you ready for the fire round? Yes, sir. Oh my God! Public display of affection. I think I think the I was I was standing in line the other day and I saw this 16-year-old girl holding hands with somebody who had to be like on the age of like a range of like 10 to 11 years old. Like, the, and at this point, I don't have to describe what the 16-year-old girl looked like. By the fact that you know that she had a 10-year-old boyfriend, <laughs> you know what she looked like. So as far as public displays of affection go, um, yeah, I'd say that when a 16-year-old girl is holding hands with her 10-year-old boyfriend, uh, there needs to be some sort of intervention there. I'm not going to be the one to say it. Um, have you guys ever like been witness or like been eavesdropping on like an awkward conversation and you want to go invisible so that you can keep listening to the awkward conversation like i felt like i was disrupting their ability to continue to kind of like romanticize with each other because they were the 16 year old girl was like i think this creepy 30 year old is like getting a whole lot of enjoyment from watching it and i was i was morbid i mean i'm not like it's not like you know it's not the fact that they're under 18 that's doing it for me. It's the fact that there's an ugly 16-year-old girl who has a 10-year-old boyfriend. So, yeah, public school. Uh, uh, PBA, not pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next category is uh, 
um, uh, 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 what's that, what's that called? Like excessive drinking, uh, uh, binge drinking. Binge drinking. Um, binge drinking. Yeah, binge drinking. I guess. I get it. I mean, I used to I used to be heavier into alcohol. I never understand the people who just have like a drink, you know, like socially. I don't understand why you're doing drugs if not to cause an effect from the drugs. <laughs> so it's like for me, it's like, yeah, I just do a tiny bit of heroin. <laughs> it's not enough to feel bad, uh, just enough to kill a few of my veins and brain cells. So I kind of feel the same way about binge drinking. It's like if you're going to do it, go all the way. I can appreciate that. Uh, it'll kill you, but that is what drinking does. So um, yeah, binge drinking, I guess it's certainly better than. Uh, a lot of other things you could be binging, you know, <laughs> like uh, we don't really binge drinking gets a bad rep because uh, there's been a lot of public awareness campaigns around binge drinking. Uh, nobody really seems to mind about like binge watching or binge eating, you know, <laughs> so uh, you know, binge eating, I think, probably deserves a little bit more uh, 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 awareness. There's actually a new eating disorder called binge eating disorder. Have you guys heard about this binge eating disorder? Yeah, binge eating disorder, of all the eating disorders, it's the dopest one. <laughs> so, like, anorexia is where you're not allowed to eat anything. Bulimia is where you eat a bunch and then you throw up later. That's gross. But binge eating is just, like, you get to eat everything that you want so long as you eat it in a small amount of time and you feel guilty about it afterwards so that's like a small price to pay really um, so in terms of binging uh, binge eating probably just as dangerous as binge drinking but um, maybe a little bit more fun I know firsthand pets pets man uh, I had a dog that died when I was in middle school. I felt terrible because I murdered it. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, no, pets are great, man. I have a, I have a toddler at home, as mentioned earlier. I have a dog as well. Uh, they, you know, w before my kid was born, back when my wife was pregnant, I had, like, these kind of Game of Thrones direwolf-like dreams for my dog and my future baby. Like, the two of them would be, like, bonded, like He-Man and whatever He-Man used to ride around in. Uh, it hasn't been that way. They don't seem to be getting along as well as I'd hoped. It's not so much that they're antagonists. The dog just doesn't give a shit about the baby, and the uh, baby doesn't give a shit about the dog. So uh, I'm still working on it. I try to get them in kind of closed, confined areas, but um, neither one seems to seems to really be paying attention to the other one. My, my, my dream, my eventual dream, is to eventually put a saddle on the dog and have my, my kid ride around on it. Um, but like I said, they're not, they're not really paying attention with each other. So, um, yeah, that's bosses, 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 fuck bosses. Um, I think, you know, we all, um, to some extent, like you were saying, capital, we're doing this because we don't want somebody to tell us what to do. I think really we all feel that way whether or not you're doing stand-up comedy it's just that some of us are able to kind of go through the day-to-day -day and 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 take it uh, <laughs> others of us uh at some point realize we're not going to be able to do that so um but bosses get a bad rep they're not they're not doing anything yeah i don't know pass My wife, um, you know, we, 
marriage is about compromise, you know? And so sometimes what, what two people want in a relationship, uh, you don't necessarily get, okay? So my wife, she wants me to live this happy and healthy life, but like, I want to eat McDonald's every day. <laughs> like she, she wants me not to die of colon cancer, but like I want to eat at McDonald's every day. You know, so uh, the compromise is that I'll start eating at McDonald's every other day, and we'll push back the colon cancer like five to seven years. So. Man, video games. You are asking or talking to the wrong person. I fell off the video game wagon like over 10 years ago. And I know this because everybody started kicking my ass at Halo. <laughs> like, that's how you know that you need to leave uh, whatever sport or whatever thing you're interested in is when middle schoolers are better at it than you are. <laughs> that's when you know that, okay, I'm probably in the wrong arena. So uh, yeah, I'm not, not good at video games, never have been. And, uh, and, and, and I left them a long time ago, or they left me. Gymnastics, video games. Yeah, oh yeah, middle schoolers are better at that. They're better at that. They're better at, uh, um, they're better at like, yeah, you know, cracking their voice, uh, having awkward, rela you know, relationships. No, that's not true. I can still beat a middle schooler at that. Yeah. Uh, hospitals. Oh man, isn't it weird that hospitals are where we go to get healthy, but they're like disgusting places. <laughs> they're like where like these, Ant or these bacteria that are antibiotic resistance are just being bred there and it's like, oh, I don't feel so well. I guess I'll go to where that disease-ridden place is. Uh, turns out that most people uh, want to die at home, but most people are dying in a hospital. Um, so that just doesn't seem right, right. It's like, you should be able to pick where you're dying. I think we're probably doing something wrong when, uh, when, when, when our last wish, the last possible thing we want in this world is uh, still not um, possible. Um, you know, and probably a lot of that has to do with um, how shitty healthcare is in this country. <laughs> so uh, no healthcare means that we're really sick at the end of our lives, which means that um, you come into this world really scared and alone and you'll die that way too. But uh, you'll don't worry, you'll be surrounded by a bunch of beeping monitors the whole time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, the tenderloin. No, I know what you're talking about, man. I, I eat steak. I eat steak. I know about the tenderloin, okay? Look at me. Uh, no, man, the tenderloin. Yeah, has there ever been, again, something so deliciously named that's just really disgusting? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I know that's kind of like... Um, Naming a pedophile child lover. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, tenderloin. I don't know. When I think about tenderloin, lots of things come to mind. You know, San Francisco. Um, they had lots of history there, but mostly just poop on the sidewalk. <laughs> tenderloin, I think, is Latin for just poop on the sidewalk. Um, so, yeah, tenderloin. Um, impressions. Oh, God. I should have been thinking about this when you asked capital, huh? Impressions. Uh, impressions. Okay, impressions. Um, I feel like I have to do one. Okay, I'm going to do an impression of a toddler asking directions uh, from a from a police officer. Okay. Hey, officer. Hey, 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 officer. Uh, which 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 way to the tenderloin, officer? 
I'm sorry, guys. I did. I did. All right. I did. All right. Uh, just give me like one more and I'll, I'll bow out. Good. Immigration. 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 Mm. My parents were immigrants to this country. They came here in 1980. Um, they came from what Trump would call one of those shithole countries, India. Uh, the birthplace of language and math, you know, <laughs> one of those shithole countries. Uh, but they came, you know, here for uh, the American dream. And so, you know, that's that's essentially what immigrants come here to do. They they are escaping some, some usually some third world nightmares uh, at times for the American dream. And we make fun of them for it <laughs> so that's like the uh, that's what we like to do here in america and uh, and since i was born here uh i feel that i can do it too so that's what i like to do too i like to tell immigrants to go back to where they came from because uh, i've earned that right i was born here and uh, that makes me feel good about myself <sighs> You try to find the funny and you just build yourself into a bigot, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, thank you guys. This was fun, never done this. All right, thank you, thank you. Cool, all right. Nice job, nice job. Uh, so that was uh, one more time, uh, Z Zohareb. Am I saying that right? Can you say it one more time? Sarab. Right, that's, I was thinking Sriracha as a way to remember it. So say it, Sarab. Sarab, but Sorab. You're so Rob. Got it. Uh, great job. Very funny stuff. Very likable guy. Um, all right. Your next person coming to the stage, Cody Abe. Fucking go, dude. Hotels. Uh, hotels. Dude, those things are dirty, huh? Like, have you ever taken a blacklight into a hotel? You have, dude, that's just fucking disgusting. Like, if it's blood or, you know, semen, like, which one's worse, do you think? Blood. Blood's worse, you think? Semen's fun. Semen's fun. At least somebody had a good time. No, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, that's all I have to say about hotels. All right. Blood, uh, blood and semen. Uh, clean. Clean? Okay. So, uh... I have a sister. I love her very much. Uh, but she would always... Uh, but we have kind of a sibling rivalry, you know? Um, especially in, uh, in, in, in uh, academics, because we're Asian. Um, <laughs> so uh, she's, a, she's my younger sister. Uh, she... Uh, so whenever I would get like a, like a B in a class, she would make sure that when she got to that class, she would get an A and rub it in my face as much as hard as she could uh, she would always you know I would have like three hours of homework she would have none but I always used to like it's homework okay it's homework you do it at home not at school um, and like because of that I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning to finish my homework but she would wake up at 4 30 because she just wanted to get up before before me to go to school for some reason I don't know, but um, so yeah, anyway she's she's I love her though she even even though we have that we have that sibling rivalry going on uh, the only thing we don't have a sibling rivalry on is the fact that I just beat her relentlessly every day at uh, Halo. That's so is that so clean? Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Strip clubs. Never been to one. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of all talk and no show on that kind of thing. Uh, throughout high school, once we turned it, once my my friends and I turned 18, we we're like, wow, we're gonna go to a strip club, bro. We're gonna fucking go. We're just gonna be sick. We never went to a strip club. Um, pussied out. We did go to a sex shop one time though. The sex shop. We walked in. Did not stop laughing for it. We walked around the whole store, did not stop laughing until we circled around, went out, and like four hours later, we stopped laughing. Uh, and that's that's my strip. Uh, prison. Prison. Uh, the PR on prison is very confusing to me. You know, people say like, "Oh, dude, it sucks," and then but you find some prisoners that are just like, "Nah, dude, it's it's good in there, man. It's I get to read every day, I get food, I get fed." But then at the same time, you know that like certain parts of the prison you could get like anally raped or killed or something. But at the same time, maybe it's only good for the people that look like they belong in prison. I don't know, but was that a <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah <ca> capital. <laughs> I I mean like fucking like jacked like giant like the mountain or you know like the rock would be good in prison I think if he wasn't the rock but he just went to prison like he'd have a good time like no one would fuck with him. Uh, white people. <laughs> white people. Uh, thought I was a white person for eighteen years. <laughs> True story. No, like not white, but like not a minority. You know, like I thought I, I didn't know I was a minority until I got to college because I was born in Hawaii. And Hawaii, you don't. There's not really like. Uh, it's not really like a very white place. You know, like like uh, white people are pretty much in the minority there. But uh, I've heard stories of white people going to Hawaii and hating it. And I always ask them why, and it's just, they're like, ah, oh, you know, like, the people aren't that nice, which is false, they are all nice, and the people aren't that nice, you know, we, 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 they didn't really, like, uh, you know, cater to our, every it's like, no, you just did not experience white privilege there, that's, that's all that happened, like, that's all that happened is that white, like, you're complaining that you didn't have white privilege, and, okay, that's white, my white, my white people. Drinking and driving. Drinking and driving, um. You know, I was 100% against drinking and driving until I did it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's next. Teachers. Huge respect for teachers. Huge respect for teachers because they uh I would I would fucking kick kids' head up, heads off. Thinking back to when I was in elementary school, uh, I would probably have I would probably have decapitated myself if I was the teacher. So that. 2020 election. 2020 election. Uh, don't follow politics much. Uh, not by choice, but uh, the fact that I just don't own a phone that's a lie i do i, I it is by choice 100 percent by choice uh but the 2020 election is interesting to me because um at the beginning like, like a while ago there were a bunch of celebrities saying that they're gonna fucking you know declare like like that they wanted like their their candidacy for 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 president you know which 
kind of struck me as uh you know the the way that america's should should be going you know it's just it it just should the presidency should be a tv show and for everybody for every other country to just fucking laugh at us okay next Stand-up comedy is uh, probably one of the hugest, the biggest part of my life right now, um, and that's not saying much because I don't got much. I don't have much going on right now. Uh, all right, <laughs> uh, North Beach. Every time I go to North Beach, I just want to start talking like this, you know? Like, every time I just walk into North Beach, I'm like, hey, can I get a pizza, slice the pizza or something? You know, I was like, hey, how you doing? Hey, can you, can you, have, hey, and I go to Golden Boy and be like, hey, hey, get that, get that fucking Detroit shit out of here, yeah? Uh, <laughs> I just, <laughs> um, wow, what a bitch toy, huh? <laughs> Frisbee is a bitch toy. Um, now I used to run cross country and for some reason every cross country player loves to play uh, ultimate (laughs) for whatever reason but I just think it's because I don't know why fuck they're probably just what what it's basically okay so ultimate frisbee is like a less uh, physical lacrosse lacrosse is like a less physical hockey and and like hockey and like i don't know that it just it's just like it's third tier like in terms of bitchness you know i don't know okay next uh impressions Impressions. what can i do oh hey ah (laughs) christopher walken ah uh, <laughs> what else can um hey uh, peter how you doing uh, i don't know uh uh i've been uh i've been kind of down lately why are you down peter uh i think you should uh you know <laughs> uh i don't know oh my favorite one is like uh, hey 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 joe uh i found out that i might be retarded Peter, I'm not retarded. I'm handicapped. Uh, dating apps. Hey, what's up? Uh, so I'm on the dating apps, right, guys? Anybody on the dating apps? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm on Tinder. I'm on Bumble. Oh, my God. Wow, it's so crazy, right? You got to swipe left, swipe right. Wow. Okay, fuck that. Bosses. Pass. Sports. Sports. Um, Okay. I like sports, but I I hate it when people. uh, I like sports, but I hate I hate it when uh, a team wins and somebody says we won. Because. Uh, I think to say in order to say we won 
you have to have been fucked by one, at least one of the players. Then you can say we won. <laughs> okay. All right, and yeah, and if if you haven't had a chance to put money in the coffers, coffer, coffers, is it plural? In the coffer, I guess. There it is. Um, okay, so we got one more uh, person doing the uh, lightning round game, and then we have a new co comic who showed up. So then we're gonna have him do his set, and then if he wants to, we can have him play have him play the game as well. Uh, but next we got uh, Rong Zhao. Rong Zhao, Zhao, like, yeah, it's like J, J, J it's, I don't know. You can try, it doesn't matter. I don't care. What's that? Uh, so uh, we got um, religion. Religion. Um, I'm, I'm not, religious but i'm very spiritual and uh, uh that literally shows when like given the fact that i read read poems after i watch some porn it's just like i need to kind of have something spiritual for me to feel better after watch some porn for me to go to sleep so um <laughs> it's like a balance right like i have to you know, yin and yang, it's like Chinese thing, I don't know. It's, that's why I, I, uh, I kind of literally feel like I'm more spiritual. And over time, I think I do get more spiritual. I, I believe there's kind of a, um, some higher power looking at me, right? It's like, it's like, uh, just like kind of me looking at my dog sometimes, just like, you know, you're gonna be fine, you know, but uh, I can do whatever I can do on you if I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm nice to my dog. Uh, not anymore. Gentrification. Gentrification. Hmm. Only know like back then, um, San, San Francisco was not exactly the same as what we have right now. Like back then, there was uh, a lot of non-tech people, and um, there were more people who were more like creative i think right now it's just like there are so many tech people and they don't really i don't know they're they're just like nerds like me being one of them and i can definitely tell that's true and i'm sad because sometimes like i see people like leaving kind of they have like lots of creative work you know um in on the wall or whatever they leave to a different place and i can see, still see the painting but like i don't understand what that means then though i can't ask them anymore you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Clean. Um, you know, clean joke or clean anything? Clean, well, clean joke. Clean joke. Well, all my jokes are pretty clean. You can be about cleaning. Cleaning? <laughs> all right. What can you talk about a clean cleaning? Uh, <laughs> um, hey, what what does that mean if you say I want to clean my my joke? Does that mean like you want to you want to get rid of some like dirty parts? <laughs> Okay, um, the only com thing that comes to my mind in terms of cleaning is um, it's uh, I got a kind of a cleaning service for my apartment. Like when I when I was uh, getting a new roommate, right? They came and and they like I was there basically, um, kind of uh, like kind of greeting them. Right? Then that they I was just let them do the cleaning. I just I just went out right, and and when I came back after an hour. And they were literally just eating lunch. 
I was like, that's not part of my service. <laughs> and they're charging me for like time, but I was like, I can't do anything because they're like, just keeping having lunch. It's a very, so I basically just like, I, I literally just ask them to finish lunch and then just keep cleaning, but there's nothing I can do about it. It's not fun. Don't hire that company, it's called, I don't want to tell the company, but it's called, it's called Barry Clean, I think. <laughs> exercise. Exercise. Um, I, I kind of love exercise. I think it's kind of the, the thing, like I work out very often, I think the thing is that, like it was kind of the, I started working out like three years ago, and then initially I was like 20, back then it was very thin, I was like 120 pounds, and now I'm like a one, 160. It's like huge, yeah, that's, that's the reaction I should expect. <laughs> Can you believe that? It's like crazy, but, but I literally felt like because of the, the exercise, like I just kind of, it's become a happy basically, right? And I, I literally now noticed that, you know, whenever I, I, I kind of go go back to China or do whatever, go to anywhere, I feel like I just, you know, you're just different. Um, which means that I'm much more closer to be a Terminator. I don't know. Social media. I I use Facebook a lot, and I, I think Facebook uh, is kind of like you know, like they know too much about you when you recommend you your next girlfriend like on their ads. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is your favorite, you know, um, Amazon sex toy. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I think I think definitely Facebook and Google they're like tracking too much about you, right? I think literally. Um, some people say, especially people who are older, they basically say that you know it's kind of it's just crazy. They no, they know everything about you, but the thing is that for younger generation, they don't really care much about it, right? Literally, like I mean, they can just share everything: their their email address, their phone number, right? Their their I don't know. There's something you know. <laughs> there's a joke there. <laughs> Vacation. <laughs> um, so, I this is kind of the, the the joke I have, but like I I think it's great to tell. I was I was in Nashville a few months ago. It was great. I was like, it was great to just like see so many white people in the same place. <laughs> it's kind of amazing, like so many white people. And 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 I I told them um, I I kind of met a guy. I told them. I told him that I'm basically from from California, right? And uh, and he's like, "Well, but you don't have a California accent." That's pretty good, right? Not an impression I'm doing. Um, so I'm like, "Yeah, and of course I have a Chinese accent." <laughs> um, another another interesting story. When I was there, I was basically staying with a an Airbnb. Right, and the the uh, the host was a musician, so the 
like it, she had a dog, you know, like Chihuahua or something. And the dog was like super nice to me when the dog, when she was not at home, right? But the dog, but when, when she was at home, like the dog just like barked me like crazy, like I slept with a host or something. And I, and I, I just, I was so mad, but I love dogs, right? So I slept with the host, just so the dog doesn't think that he is crazy. That's <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> have you? Do you know Tony Robbins? Any of you know Tony Robbins? Yeah. Okay, who was that? Never met him. But you know him. Do you know him? Uh, I know his name. You know his name. Do you know what he does? Oh, I mean, I'm not going to be immature, but I know he uh, yells at women who've been raped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um. I that's a, a very recent news, and um, it's <laughs> that's that's partially correct. Um, but it's wrong. that that's my name. It's very wrong. It's it's not it's it's partially correct means that it's basically they they were tweaking the fact, right? It's a uh, it's not exactly that case. Like they basically take different pieces and make them together. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pass on this one. Let's do drinking. Drinking. Um, I used to drink a lot when I was in in college, and um, I don't drink anymore. Like it's kind of the thing that just like I think over time I just got much more confident, like talking with women. Like getting phone numbers is like very easy for me. Not sure if it's because like by doing stand-up comedy, I just get rejected so many times. I just get that confidence, or <laughs> well, I don't know what happens. But like, I literally don't need alcohol for me to talk to women. So at one point, I'm like, and I probably what if I don't drink? What will happen? And then I just don't drink. Like when I when I go to a, a party, and somehow my friends just thought I don't drink anymore. Like literally, they just like don't Ron, Ron, Ron doesn't drink. I don't give him a drink. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? If you say so, I just don't drink. So since then, I haven't drank anything. And and the last time when I was when I went out with a girl and and uh, and and definitely she liked me, right? So so we were we were, we went to a bar and uh, and she began to order alcohol and uh, and I looked at it. It was like I just looked at her. I said, hey, I'm gonna order some water. And she looked at me just shocked. And she's like, it's like, she didn't say anything, just like shocked, just like stand there. And I was like, okay, I just said it out. I said, okay, that's awkward. <laughs> and, and, and that definitely makes the situation more awkward. But yeah, so we don't talk anymore. <laughs> uh, current events. Current events. Current events. So right now I am, uh, um, doing, I'm actually, um, I'm actually thinking about like at some point I want to move to New York. That's my, my, my plan. I don't know when, but, but I just, I, last time when I went to New York, I had a great time. Like, it's like the first time when I went to New York, I literally thought it was like kind of dirty on the street. Like, it's just like so crowded and dirty. Right. And, and the second time, like, you know, I went there, I just like felt much be better. It's like just so energetic. It's just a so different experience. I'm not sure it's because the second time, like I just, you know, 
grew older, like I had a kind of better perspective about about life. But anyway, I just had a much better time second time. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably go back at some to come just move there at some point. Open mics. Um, what is that? Super meta. Open mics is kind of the thing. I actually, it's like here, like open mics are all like run like in the bars, which is very different from the like you know in San Diego and LA, which is like they're kind of in legit, um, a legit club. I think the, the good thing is that basically we have so many. A bars here so literally we can just like talk to drunk people you know throwing jokes every time we want and then it's a great time to make make new material just like you know drink and 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 ask random questions you know to hear their stories you know <laughs> there are lots of stories all right i'm gonna end here thank you all That was wrong, everybody. That was wrong. That was that was all terribly wrong, especially the Tony Robbins part. Uh, so your next uh, your next comic uh, just showed up. Very funny guy. Uh, he's gonna do his uh, bit first. His, he's gonna do his routine, and then if he wants to, he can play the game too. Sounds good. Please yeah. welcome to the stage, Kaufman. Yeah, slapstick word. Oh my God, here we go. How are you feeling, you feeling good? I think it's an interesting point you made. Like in other towns, clubs let comics work out material on mics. That's an interesting theory. I was uh, thinking about it today. Chelsea Manning can get it. I would do my duty. I'm a loyal American. I would do my constitutional duty and fuck the shit out of Chelsea Manning. An American hero. You know what? I think Trump is right. I think we should build a wall. And another wall. Like two more walls and a ceiling. Build some fucking houses, people. Let's do this shit. It's beautiful. I don't know... if abortion is murder but I do know that killing every conservative politician is murder I know that Bernie Madoff stole like 60 billion dollars I watched the the movie with Robert De Niro plays Bernie Madoff because I was too busy trying to get my dick sucked while Bernie Madoff was stealing $60 billion. But I watched the movie and Bernie Madoff stole the joke. Everyone says, oh, he made off with $60 billion, you know. I feel like that's like an anti-Semitic joke. Somehow. But Bernie Madoff stole $60 billion. It's white privilege. I couldn't steal $60 billion if I wanted to. And I do want to. <laughs> you guys accurately guessed the punchline. I was at Whole Foods. 
my ex-girlfriend was vegan. She shops at Whole Foods. I was at Whole Foods and I saw this ad for bread. It was like, it was like because of the Atkins and like the paleo, all the diets. And I was like, bread misses you. Come back to bread. Open up your mouth and let bread in. Remember what we had? Put me in your mouth. Sit on some sourdough. That's the end of that joke. You did not guess the punchline on that one correctly. Um, I'm not going to tell this one because this is just a joke about how me and my Coke dealer, even though we got a new number, my phone automatically updated his number. And that's like not really a joke. It's just me talking to NSA. So that's fine. Okay, I'm going to spoil everything at once. Stark dies. Moving on. I know, I was proud of that one. No, it's cool. I love, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I do love that the whitest show in the world, like at the end, the, the message is, Bran is king. Like, wait, yeah, fiber's important. That's cool. <laughs> Excellent. Some people complain when they're like, oh, so you laugh late. I don't know if you heard like only it's only sh the shittiest comics that criticize their audience for like like laughing how they laugh. I don't. No one laughs late at my joke. I just assume they're laughing at my next punchline early. This joke is not gonna work, but I've been waiting a while, so we're gonna have a global debut on Muni Radio. It's beautiful. Okay, you're talking about impressions, so I I have an impression. This is a, a robot uh, who also loves hip-hop. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Thank you. I could do that for like a long time, but then it would just be like what I do all the time. Uh, if you believe we put a man on the moon, then you accept that we only let white men on the moon. So that's on you now. That's your bad now. Oh, I already know that one works, so let's not kill it on this altar. Cool. I think it's weird, like, how if you spell out the word impatient, it spells I am patient. No, you're not. Don't lie to me. Um, I saw this pro-life billboard. It said, real men love babies. Yeah, real men love babies. And like, I just, I just wanted to put the NAMLA logo on it so bad. I wanted to write it on. If you don't know, I think this is for them. They want to know about this. NAMBLA is the North American Man Boy Love Association. North American Man Boy Love. They, they're lobbyists for pedophiles. That's they lobby for pedophiles. Which Just because they lobby for the rights of pedophiles at NAMBLA, at the North American Man Boy Love Association, just because they lobby for the rights of pedophiles, that doesn't mean they're, pe yes, they're pedophiles. They're all pedophiles. Um, so basically what NAMBLA does, what NAMBLA does is they're like, all right, fine. 
we can't fuck kids, right? Can we fuck kids? And everyone's like, no, you can't, no! You can't fuck kids. And then it was like, no, I, that's what I, I, that's what we said. We can't fuck kids, but we can like follow them to the playground and take pictures. And like, we're like, no, you can't fuck, no, you can't go, no, stay away from the playground, no pictures. And they're like, all right, fine, we'll, we won't go to the playground. We'll stay, what, 10 feet, 100 feet, 1,000, what? Okay, we'll stay away from the playground, that's fine. But we can still make animatomically correct, animatronic little kids to fuck. And we're like, could you please leave, please leave, go away. Please go away, Nambla. Oh no, the crowd left. That's so weird. <laughs> that is so weird. All right. Uh, this isn't even like a premise or a punchline. It, it just says Australia equals England's zoo. Historically accurate. I know. I know, but how racist is that joke? Depends if you count Aboriginals as Australians. They don't, so it's not that racist. Uh, I'm just going to do fragments of notes that I don't remember. No, love is great. I broke my hand fighting a building because uh, I didn't want to say something mean to my girlfriend. So I was like, I'm just going to go talk to a doctor because I have a problem. Um, but love is great. Like, there's this. There's some cultures where if you really love someone, I think this is Colombia. My friend, uh, my friend told me this. She was like, "Where I'm from in Colombia, uh, if you get very mad at someone that you love, what you do is you stab yourself." I love you. Stab, 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 stab. Word. It's actually quicker to heal a broken hand. I feel like, but I don't know for sure. My stepdad beat me one time. It's sorry. It was like really traumatizing. He like made fun of me and stuff. It was really upsetting. So I know abortion, like it's not legal in Alabama or whatever, but like the most effective form of abortion is suicide. So it's just... It's up to you. Here's a joke that doesn't work. St. Francis, isn't it crazy that St. Francis was founded uh, around a sissy? So I was looking up, actually I wasn't even looking this up. I was just minding my goddamn business walking past, uh, like close to Delirium on Albion, and there's a sign, this joke doesn't work, but I still think it's amazing. It says, this, this placard is dedicated to the first people of San Francisco, the Ramaytush. The Ram Itush people of San Francisco. One thing I need to know if a paramedic has to take a shit, is it an emergency? All right. Uh, I made up a, a person one time because I was like really bored with my relationship with my girl. I wasn't attracted to her, but she sucked my dick a lot. So I was just like. I never came. I think if I came, I would have left, but like, it's terrible. But so I was talking to her on the phone. I was really bored. And so I just like was like, I want to make up a person. I was like, uh, okay, what should this person name be? I want to make up a person who's like so unrealistic and just see if I can convince her to, be to believe it's a real person. So I made up a friend named Rappafort. It's like his name. Oh, yeah, my, I never told you about my friend Rappafort Applebobie. And I literally had to talk, I talked to her for like, for like an hour. It took like 45 minutes to an hour to convince her it was real, just so I could at the end be like, no, of course not, that's obviously made up. Oh,
All right. If he laughs, I'm gonna count it as a success. What's up? Lightning, it's the longest lightning round I've ever heard, 10 minutes. It's like a th thunder round. All right, what's up? Come mute. Make some noise if you come silently. Just for your partner, for just for them to let them know that you care. Um, dude, that shit's a motherfucker. My girlfriend spends all of her time just driving in circles around San Francisco. And I have this belief, this is not a bit, this is just my religious belief, I believe in quantum. And I read a lot, uh, a lot of one book on quantum. The other ones aren't as good. I read a lot of a brief history, brief history of, well, so it's a brief, in a, the American printing is a brief history of space, and then one time I found it, I found a brief history of time, which is a British printing, and then I, I didn't buy it that one day, but then I still kept looking at it, and I was like, oh, I'm fascinated by time, so I went to look for it, and they were like, that book does not exist. It's like, no, it totally does. But she draws, like, counterclockwise patterns around the city, and I briefly was driving for Lyft and Uber, so there was like a period of time when I was spending eight hours a day in traffic. So at that point, the whole matrix of everything changes because you're not trying to get anywhere. You just live in the traffic. And so it's really interesting to watch. Like people in San Francisco, they drive to obstruct other people. There's this mentality that people are bad drivers. They don't see opportunities ahead. All they see is like, if someone else is behind me and there's like a traffic jam behind me, I'm ahead of them. So, uh, you know, whatever, commute. <laughs> just gonna break them all into their constituent dirty words cunt tree parts got it um yeah i am totally allowed in country clubs to use the bathroom only and then you have to go you're you gotta leave but the the best um the best riffing i ever did was at an elks club though i don't really know what happened i don't really really remember much but i got on stage there was no stage. It was just like a floor in front of a window. And I was right at the beginning of the show, and there was no one really there. There were like four people there. And I just started talking to this elk's head that was like over the stage. And I talked to this elk's head for a while, and then like I turned back to the room, and like there was an audience. I was like, oh, hey, like, I guess I'll tell you some jokes. I've been talking about Democrats for like five years straight. The shit is, we were talking about this at the bar actually. The shit is bananas because like, first of all, if you have two choices, it's not a choice. It's like, do you want to suck my dick or lick my balls? That's not a choice. Um, you got to have more than the, those options. I, man, I'm really, I'm really inspired by, uh, white mediocrity you know i think beto's cool um i love anyone who can brag about losing you know that's beto's whole thing i lost by three points like that is impressive i only lost to the most hated man in america <laughs> a known serial killer by three points but you know he's representing uh, well he's not representing anyone but he was trying to represent texas Texas is number one in hot car infant death. Everything's bigger in Texas, especially the electric bill. 
No, they use they use chemicals. I was listening to John Oliver, and apparently, uh, the chemicals that they need to um, execute retarded people in Texas, you can't you can't find them anymore, like on approved lists. So now they're buying them black market too. You know, there's an opioid crisis. I broke my hand. They didn't give me any Xanax. It's a crisis. Mm. Dude, I want to get to the bottom of these numbers, man. These numbers are bananas. They, the, the numbers for Muni Radio listenership is kind of like, it's like the NASA budget. It's like, oh, that's an expensive hammer. You got 60 million views on an empty room? Like, what is happening? What is going on? I want to know. The thing is, I, it's, I know she's not lying. I know Pam doesn't have the time, the energy, the attention, or the know-how to fake it. What is going on? Like, we have, like... You know what? There's probably, like, a hospital in Russia somewhere where they play mutiny radio and there's just, like, 80 people with no tongues and no fingers just like... "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." I drink a lot of vodka. Video games. Um, When I was a kid... My mother would never let me, like I wanted to I wanted to do martial arts when I was really young, but she wouldn't let me. And one day, I guess I was five, and I sat down with her, I was like, because I always wanted a Nintendo too, she would never let me have a Nintendo. One day I sat down with her, I was like, Mom, if you let me do karate, I won't feel so bad about not having a Nintendo. She was like, fuck, you outfoxed me, that's a good argument. So I started doing martial arts. But that's not as good as how I got her to, <laughs> to get a TV. When I was really little, uh, I told my mom, I think I was four, I was like, Mom, I love going to Grandma's house because she has a TV. My mother bought a TV that week. She's like, that's a terrible reason to like visiting your grandmother. Ironically, she didn't like it for any reason. She hates going to see your mom, but that's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Um, I was on tour one time, and this, this, it was in uh, Idaho, this white girl came up to me. She was like, oh my God. I was at the, the Helium, no, not Helium, Liquid Laughs Club in, in Boise. She comes up to me, she goes, oh my God, I love your hair. Can I touch it? And I said, I love your boobs, can I touch them? She was like, okay. So then I told my wife about it later, and she agreed. She was like, yeah, of course, you had to touch them for comedy, and then she left me. All right, let's do this shit. Yes. Oh, let's get into it. All right, who is the worst uh, Late Show host? <laughs> Wait, what? That's very, very wrong. It's James Corden. I'm satisfied. Thank you. All right, nice. Did someone want to do this for me? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, either you can think of your own categories. There's a bunch here. It's really messy. Hell yeah, baby. What was that? Hell yeah. Yeah, let's do it. The Warriors, baby. Warriors. All right. So let's talk about the Warriors. 
this is the uh, the San Francisco basketball team, um, right? Oakland, San Francisco basketball team, the Warriors. So, um, so my brother has graduate degrees. He owns his house. He's engaged to get married, whereas I'm unemployed, addicted to drugs, and I'm really taking a shot at this stand-up comedy thing. Uh, I brought my parents to uh, an open mic. Oh, I mean, pick them. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really just like smoke weed. I know that's not a drug. Uh, now I'm embarrassed. Because uh, I don't do real drugs anymore. I don't do real drugs anymore. Uh, I don't really like those hard drugs because I used to really like those hard drugs. Um, but yeah, so uh, I used to think like that that my parents, when I brought them to the open mic, they must be so disappointed in me relative to my brother. And, uh, you know, and then I watched the Golden State Warriors play against the Portland basketball team. <laughs> and turns out uh, Steph Curry uh, has a brother, <laughs> Seth Curry. I'm sure the Currys, the parents, I'm sure they're great people who love both of their children. I'm just also sure that they don't love them equally. Uh, that's Warriors. You meant the basketball team, right? Oh, that's great. Okay. Medieval warfare. Medi medieval warfare. I like, it's interesting when people say like medieval instead of medieval. It's like a weird sort of um, weird flex, a weird sort of a, you know medieval. I know how to spell the word. Uh, medieval warfare. Does anybody know the difference between a catapult and a trebuchet? No. Okay. Neither do I. Uh, do you guys like one-liners about medieval warfare? Okay. Uh, I should have prepared some. Next time. Um, Chainmail is a thing that they use. That was a technology that they used to have uh, warfare. Um, oh, shit. I should have won Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. A lot of people like Game of Thrones, but I just like, uh, I like pornography without dragons. I'm like old-fashioned like that. All right. Hit me with another one. Hair. Hair. Uh, okay. Hair. Hair is... Um, it's an interesting thing. You can signal to a lot of people, you can signal to people a lot about yourself based on how you wear your hair. Uh, like, so I shave my head and I do that because I want people to be afraid of me uh, because otherwise they, uh, they might take advantage of me and um, they will certainly, uh, <laughs> they will certainly get what they want. I am very manipulable. Uh, so I try and work on this like really harsh exterior. It looks like, uh, I don't know, what do I look like? Like, I mean, in terms of that, right? I already said Breaking Bad Extra. Someone told me, a, Murad uh, told me a Breaking Bad Extra. Uh, all right, sorry, this is my exercise. Uh, I want to, um, what's another one? Sandwiches, intestines. Sandwiches, so when, you, when I eat sandwiches, my intestines get all fucked up because uh, I don't eat gluten. Uh, and uh, once you don't eat gluten for a long time, whenever you are exposed to gluten, you get uh, sick, like some people do. And so the way this joke works is basically I'm just signaling to you guys that I don't eat gluten and therefore I'll probably live forever. Whereas you guys, I assume, drink beer and eat bread and stuff. You're, you're like uh, fighting it, right? Do you, uh, are you gluten free too? No? Hey, right. um, You were just avoiding the bread for the carbs reasons? No, I just saw it. You just saw it, but you said that you like Atkins, Paleo, and all that stuff, and they're like, come back to sourdough, no? Yeah, no, I just was looking at an ad at Whole Foods. Yeah, okay. You don't do Atkins. You should, though. You should. <laughs> all right, uh, another one? 
AOC. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She defeated Joe Crowley in New York City uh, second district. Um, uh, she's, uh, I don't know if that last part's right, but I, 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 I was confident that nobody was gonna correct me. Actually, it was the 17th district. Uh, I think it was like Queens and uh, Brooklyn. Um, yeah, so AOC uh, is going to be president uh, the first time she runs. Um, the only thing that uh, upset me about AOC is when I found out she has a serious boyfriend. Uh, that, was, that was actually really upsetting. Is that right? Dude, he's a fucking ginger, dude. I like, ouch. I'm like, my confidence is shot. <laughs> it's so weird when you when you find like when you see that there's like an incredibly beautiful, super intelligent, uh, and like fiercely on the side of justice, right? And then she ends up with a dude who's like, eh, eh, normal looking dude. I don't know. Maybe he's a billionaire or something. But like, maybe she's just such a good person that that doesn't like matter to her, which just makes it even more upsetting that she's not with me. Um, that's what I. That's what I like. Grapes are sour, sort of thing, right? Aesop's fables. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, and uh, AOC, if you're listening, uh, my number is uh, two four eight. Uh, all right. Uh, next category. Podcasts. Uh, Hollywood or. Podcasts. Podcasts. All right. So podcasts about Hollywood. Mm. So podcasts are great uh, because everybody's like so busy these days that they just need ways to waste like four hours at a time. You know, have you ever watched a Joe Rogan podcast from start to finish? No? You guys seem like good people. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and Hollywood. Um, hmm. Hollywood. They make movies out of Hollywood. They're typically big budget Productions, big budget productions have lots of wealthy investors. Wealthy investors want to get their money back. They want to get their money back so bad that they will basically insist on proven tropes, right? Like uh, boy meets girl, girl gets taken away, something boy fixes the problem that, the, and then boy gets girl at the end, or something like that. Uh, and that it's sort of a the uh, financing effect, right? Uh, sort of makes all of these Hollywood movies super bland. I feel like I'm just preaching. I'm like, when am I gonna like turn into a joke? Come on, mind. Come on, brain. You can do this. Think of something unexpected. Uh, okay, hit me with another one. Conscience. 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 Um, conscience. Conscience sounds like so. A conscience is basically your ability to tell good from evil. Um, conscious is basically your being awake. Uh, and so they're sort of related in the sense of being woke. I'm woke as fuck, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm probably the wokest person uh, who looks like me. Uh, I am uh, so fucking, well, I might not be, uh, I'm, I'm really woke, but I'm, I'm definitely awake right now. I'm definitely conscious. Now I'm self-conscious. Uh, all right, hit me with another one. Erection. Um, what are those? Uh, <laughs> oh, do I? Oh, nice. All right. I look like a penis. Uh, uh, Capital clearly has a very large penis. Um, I'm uh, definitely vascular. Uh, let's see. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, never played baseball. Uh, I was. 
Right. And then they, they like feel bad about asking me to leave. They're like, yeah, you can help like, I don't know, clean up after or something. Uh, man, why you want to be around all these kids? You look like you're not good at eating pussy, but you try hard. Ha! <laughs> that, sir, is correct. Uh, you, I have a uh, total uh, perspicacity there. I mean, like, what uh, what a call. Uh, very specific. All right. We got, uh, we got another... <laughs> yeah, I'm the the toughest uh, the toughest guy who knows linear algebra. Um, probably because I'm the only guy who knows linear algebra. I, I'm sorry, you obviously do, right? Sorry, he's Asian. I mean, like, I oh wait, you must know linear algebra too. Fucking goddamn. Okay, uh, racism. Kaufman, do you know linear algebra? 